baby, love never felt so fine, and I doubt it was ever mine. <laughs> well, of course, one of those two people is a hologram now. It's JT and MJ, and if it's what I cooed when I discovered I picked up the wrong bag of clothes from the dry cleaners and for a few hours was the proud owner of a very comfortable cashmere cardigan by the one and only Michael Kors then this must be Dale Radio. And I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver, and you're listening to another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And uh, we're already having a nice time here, <laughs> close to the Gowanus, though not uh, close enough to quite smell its beautiful odor. Today's episode finds me in the lovely Brooklyn home of gifted improviser, comedian, and internet sensation. Let's put it in there. Wow. Rachel Rosenthal. Thank you. Rachel, how are you? I'm great. Internet sensation. I'm just putting it there. We'll I'll, see. You I'll will be after it. this if you're not. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Ray Rowe. Correct. Everyone calls me Ray Rowe. Yeah. That's wonderful. Thanks. It's been 20 years and going. My mother hates it. Oh, she's not a fan. No. Well, she named you. She did. Not with the intention of having it be shortened. Correct. And she, combined. She says, Rachel's such a beautiful name. Ray Rowe is so ugly. But I don't know, it's stuck. I think you're making it work. <laughs> and I think that uh, we're going to be best friends by the end of this. I feel so. No, no I feel pressure. Cool. It feels that way, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> I have a lot of best friends, though. Don't get too attached. That's okay. okay. I don't need to be the only one. Okay. You, that assumes that you would be my only best friend. That, I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. fine. <laughs> no, because you would be. Okay. You is everything be my okay? Only. Do you have any. Are Things you okay? could be going better. Well, we met, we met <laughs> once before. Briefly before uh, my last show there over at the pit, and uh, of course before that, uh, a little back and forth we had on Twitter, mm -hmm. and that was during one of the at midnight show. I only recently learned that that's not called an ampersand. I've been saying it's embarrassing for how long I've been saying you call the at sign an ampersand. I did. I thought oh. that was called an ampersand, and that everyone had just agreed to look past that. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> and say at instead. At. Mm -hmm. At corporate at is at. the origins of it. Mm -hmm. That's a fascinating Wikipedia page if yeah. you'd like to look it up. But anyhow, <laughs> sometimes uh, you want to participate in uh, what's happening for that. It's a Comedy Central show, and everybody just gets excited. You want to be part of this conversation because they throw out a, a hashtag that you want to, uh, you know, chime in on. And a lot of comedians get it, get it, we all get excited together, sitting in our homes, and uh, then then you do it for a couple hours till you realize <laughs> how many people are making the same joke. Mm -hmm. It's sort of sad, like everyone logs in at midnight. Well, you just realize that all of your friends are comedians and right. all of them are lying in bed right now and we're all just tweeting as many puns as we can so that we can get attention. We could be together. We could be together. <laughs> we could be out having a social life, but instead we're instead. all like, I don't know, I, I'm usually in bed. I assume everyone else is too. I'd be on the couch at that point. Sure. But which, and the, and the, the uh, trend that we were participating in, the, it, was, it was embarrassing. It was like butt movies oh, or hashtag <laughs> oh, butt. That's flicks. right. Butt flicks, I think. But isn't it sad? Like, because there was one that I was particularly proud of, and like, even a few days later, I was like, still proud of that one. <laughs> it's so sad. It just gets a little awkward <laughs> because you just you feel a little gross having your uh, stream clogged with butt flicks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's right. Even talking about it's a little too much. <laughs> it is. I think that's how I like ended up sort of talking to you because you had posted something like. 
like tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up and see all of this and just like feel just sad re- for myself. Regret it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. I could be out on the town and regret something the next morning. Mm-hmm. It doesn't there have to be butt flicks. Well, there wouldn't be a string of pr- of proof. That goes into the Library of Congress, you know that? I, it do- yeah, it does. The internet is forever. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> Until the tides rise and wipe out the server farms. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. This is what happens if you believe in it. That's why I don't believe in climate change, because then you get to just live optimistically throughout life. (laughs) That is good. So anyway, that was a long way of getting around to the fact that I instantly felt a kinship with you, even (laughs) that way. And uh, I don't know if that's just I should call some of my uh, old Jewish girlfriends more often. (laughs) I don't know. But uh, thanks for having me over. And uh, you're over here in Michael Sarah's neighborhood. You see him around? I didn't know he lived in my neighborhood. I oh, do yeah. see quite a few famous people in this neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're always tweeting whenever they see me. Yes, probably. Nora Simon. Jones is my neighbor. I've seen her a bunch oh, of times. Oh, she's over here, too. Yeah. Michael Sarah, I'd, I'd like to not see him because I see him all the time. Oh, really? That's right. Because you guys party together? We party pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. That can't keep up. That guy kicks it. Those kind of weak-looking trousers that he wears. Uh, hides the fact that he's a real party. Animal. Oh, yeah. He's the real deal. Well, Canadian. Ah, that must be it. Yep. Uh, yeah, Nora Jones, she doesn't party as much. I'm actually waiting for her to come over and ask to borrow, like, a cup of sugar or something. She probably will. Probably. <laughs> we'll just hang out here. And then I'll be like, happens. can I sing this song with you? Now, she got in trouble because she was trying to put windows on the side of her house. Yeah, I knew she got in trouble for something. I Was it windows? I yeah. thought it was a pool. Well, I don't let's know. let the legend grow. <laughs> it was a hot tub and a helicopter pad. Yeah, it was a helicopter pad. <laughs> well, we wish her well, mm-hmm. don't we? Sure. That'd I've seen nice her a couple of times. It's always exciting. I don't know. I'm always want to be like, hey, <laughs> neighbor. Always a thrill. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't seem as excited. <laughs> I saw somebody recently and I thought, oh, I'd like to go say, this would be my chance to say, oh, Sue Galloway. I saw her down there at the park. Oh yeah, she and loves I, it. Right? I was going to say, "Hey, hey, Sue," but I didn't. No, I just let it go. It was. It was. A uh, she's very moment. nice. I I know her through mutual friends, and she she sure probably could have said. We it. we 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 exchanged <laughs> just nice things as one does, uh, but anyhow, <laughs> celebrities. Uh, am I right? That's how I feel right now, having you in my apartment. I know everybody feels a little nervous having me over. <laughs> Some for the for the right reasons. But now, as I understand it, you're from the great comedy city of Boston. Uh, well, sort of, yes. I, That's I, what I was going to ask. Yeah, okay. I performed there for like nine years. And so um, I did a lot of improv there. But I actually grew up in Stamford, Connecticut. Oh. So down around here. My sure. family is New Yorkers. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. It's a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People in the comedy scene here all think that I was from Boston, though. I think sure. I, I feel like some of your online materials may say you're from Boston. Yeah, people. Say. Or at least point you in that direction. Yeah, for sure. It makes sense. And how was Stanford? Stanford was a lovely place to grow up. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Good kids there. Good kids. I'm still friends with all my buddies uh, from nursery school, honestly. Wow, that's a good, that's a good. I have a couple of friends like that. Yeah. And you just, you realize how long you've known somebody. Yeah, now they all have kids and it's Whew. just, it's the cycle of life, Dale. Yeah. Oh, you're telling me. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> but did you make it up to Boston at all? Oh, well, you you performed there, but I mean, as a kid, did you go up there a lot? No, I actually moved there after college because it wasn't New York, and I want yeah. I wanted to go somewhere that wasn't New York because everyone else that I knew moved here, and I thought I'll never live in New York City. It's too big and crazy. Yeah. So I chose Boston. I'd never been there before, and then I stayed for a really long time. 
Actually, so, yeah. I, you know, I had uh, somewhat of a similar experience with, with not wanting to move here uh, to New York right away. I wanted to give it a little time and ended up uh, out there in San Francisco in terms of launching oh. the career. Of course, I've been down there in Pennsylvania and out in Arizona and down I to Florida. I love San Francisco. But, yeah, San Francisco was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. And honestly, considering I'd never been there before and I just up and moved there, it yeah. worked out pretty well. Yeah, that's great. It's yeah. good to have, have those cities. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they ease you into to this craziness. But yeah. now that I live in Brooklyn, I mean, this place is the best. Sure. But did you find that, uh, uh, do you feel like uh, you were better prepared coming into it? Yes, definitely. Because I went to school in Ithaca, New York, which mm. is the tiniest little town. No, and I, I thought, thought I would live there. I was like a little hippie girl. I was yeah. like, oh, I can live in a tiny town like this. So I eased my way up into Boston and then into New York City. And did you go right into the comedy thing in Boston? Yeah, I had done comedy actually growing up. I started... Um, How did that happen? I know. It's pretty weird. I, uh, I started when I was... Well, I, f- I took my first improv class when I was 11 years old because uh, I was really bad at sports, I guess, and my mom put me 11. into improv. Yeah. And my next door neighbor was starting like a an improv class. And uh, I just got in with an amazing group of people and got into this like improv and sketch team in middle school and high school. We performed wow. all over Connecticut and New York City. And a lot of the people on that team are now like still doing comedy and acting and in the entertainment business today. It's pretty cool. Wow, that's terrific. Yeah. And who was the neighbor? Was it somebody that had went on to do something else? Uh, well, she's her name Her name was Lynn Colatrella. It was started by two women, Lynn Colatrella and Lori Guzda. And they started this uh, theater called Curtain Call. And then years and later, it's still going. They're, they're not there anymore. I don't, I don't think they're really involved with it as much anymore. But um, it's still going and, yeah. Pretty cool. That's wonderful. That's yeah. kind of a nice, uh, yeah. nice thing to have. I took off from improv in college, but then I kind of jumped back into it once I got to Boston. What were you majoring in? Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> of no importance. <laughs> I got a degree. And no relevance. <laughs> I got a degree in uh, video production right as that technology went out the window. Well, it was becoming obsolete. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. It's pretty sad. And then I, I had a theater minor. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. You gave up your name. You cast aside your degree. You're a whole new person. I'm a whole new person. I'm Ray Row. I live in Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever think that's what was going to happen? No. No. No idea. Look at this. What was the hippie thing going on? I listened to a lot of like. Yeah, the Bears. You know, I wasn't as. I liked the Dead, but I wasn't like a huge Deadhead. But you know, I I actually was really into this band, Strange Folk. They okay. were like out of Burlington, Vermont, and my, yeah, my yes. girlfriends and I would just like follow them around and <laughs> go to bread and puppet theater performances and things. It was the best. It was so fun. <laughs> I mean, I still am a huge live music fan. I've just I've moved on from like, the jam band situation. Would you still go into a field? Oh, I love a field. It? You love a field sure. concert. Sure, I love. I love. Yeah, of course. Outdoor music is okay. great. Yeah. Outdoor drinking, outdoor music. All huge right. fan. Sure. All right. <laughs> Would I go into a field? You know what I'm saying. <coughs> to appreciate some of that music, you have to be out there with, amongst everyone. Yeah, you got to be in a on field. On a blanket. Mm. Oh, but that's, yeah, that's my happy place, I think. Okay. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but, like, now I listen to more hip-hop. <laughs> right. Well, and, like, I don't know, blues and jazz and stuff. Well, yeah. Some they of those, run the Some gamut. of those uh, jam bands listen to that, too. Yeah. But, like... 
I think I just got to a point where I was like, is this song still going? <laughs> like, let's right. let's get to the chorus. Yeah, you can get that way with jazz, though, too. Yeah, <laughs> true. Sometimes I think. True. All right, you don't need 11 minutes to express this. Sure, not I every, get it. Not you... everyone needs the solo. Right, great drum solo, but I'm over it. <laughs> right. right. Just be a little more focused. Well, Boston and I never got along. Why? I'll, I'll say that. Well, I was, you know. They I, don't say the same thing about you. Boston loves you. I'd like to go up there again and have that be the case. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to prove you wrong. <laughs> but uh, it just never took. I don't know what it was about it. You know, some cities, are, Seattle is the same way. I just can't, I don't, we don't click. Yeah. That's all right. A lot of the times, it really depends on the, the people that you meet and the weather that you have. I swear. Well, Seattle is a count against it all the time. Right. I was in Seattle for the first time this summer, and I was there in August, which is the most beautiful time of year, and I absolutely loved it. But I'm sure if I visited it when it was gloomy and raining, I wouldn't have been so pleased. I have family from there. I was expecting to be really connected to it in a deep way, but I I was not. Austin, Greensboro, Providence. You hate them all? No, those places are okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm like, because it might be you. All dead to me. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Those are all great places. I love well, When I was taking continuing education classes at the Rhode Island School of Design, mm. I take that Peter Pan bus. Sure. What it is. Or there was another one with a bird, I think. I, I want to say there was like a red robin or something like that. Yeah, I used to. Yeah, sure. And Peter I, Pan, Greyhound. I don't one know. of those. Yeah. Whatever it was. I think it was a bird. I think there was like a rooster <laughs> one. I can't quite You used to take the Ready Rooster ready, bus? Yeah. Sure. That's I right. think that's a chicken company. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I was so cheap. But uh, I'd go there and I'd wander around Mulberry Street. <coughs> that's what Newberry Street. Newberry Street. Newberry, mm-hmm. Mulberry Street. No wonder I was having a bad time. <laughs> yeah, you were just actually in the wrong town. <laughs> I thought it said Boston. <laughs> oh, just out in the Berkshires wandering around. Well, anyhow, I think I used the restrooms at that tower that reflects the sky. That John Hancock building. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't a fan of the bathroom. <laughs> I, I, You've I seen nicer bathrooms in better cities. I'm just saying. I get it. Boston could up its game. I get it. Sure. Anyway, I did have a nice nice uh, uh, drink at one of the places where you go in and they say, oh, uh, I'll make you a drink based on the color of your shirt. Yeah. And then they make the thing. And You know, Boston, well, I think every city is like this, but like, you know, if you were visiting New York as a yeah. tourist, you would go to... Times Square or Absolutely. some hellhole that as a person M&M who lives store. here, you, M&M store. the M&M store, yeah, yeah, you would never go to. And Boston doesn't have like a heinous Times Square situation, but I think, you know, a lot of the people that live there live in Cambridge or right, sure. Somerville or these kind of outskirts areas that are just more community based. And I really love the community aspect of it. I'm glad you're here to defend Boston. <laughs> I will defend it <laughs> as much as I can. They got the swan boats. Sure. Anyhow. So you're well known, of course, for your involvement in, and I don't, is Boston considered the North Coast? Oh, the North Coast. Um, great question. I would say no. I, I feel like the only thing that's the North Coast is probably Canadian. Oh, Canadian. I Halifax? Mean, sure. Something like that. Something like that. Somewhere I've never been. <laughs> well, yeah. Soon the coast, as, as we said, Excuse probably me. around Ohio, something like that. Yeah. That'll soon be the coastline. Oh. But anyhow, what is North North Coast yeah. is what? That's it. North Coast is a hip-hop improv team that I'm a part of here in New York City. 
so we are a long-form improv team who incorporates uh, freestyle rapping and beatboxing into our shows. So now you still do the standard long-form setup with the rules and everything, and then you throw in the hip-hop, or is it a different kind of deal? Um, I'd say it's pretty much like what you just described. Like I mean, it's kind of or like... A, a, one of the Errol Lloyd <clears throat> yeah. or whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, Errol Lloyd. Uh, it's it's like Mr. Harold and Mr. Lloyd, and yeah. we all hang out together. Uh, no, well, the Herald is a specific improv right, structure. Right. Lloyd is not. Um, <laughs> well, we could do a whole lesson. Uh, but it's is basically... Lloyd anything? Is Lloyd is the... It's just a name of a, of a knight at the UCB. Oh, okay. Where right. they have Herald teams perform. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. But I knew not, I wasn't pulling it out of nothing. No, no. I heard of it before. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You got it right. No. Um, <laughs> well, you know, so it's basically... Yeah. A lot of teams do musical improv. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's like... Um, seeing a musical, hopefully, you know, except the scenes are improvised. So there's an, I can never say this word, an accompanist, accompanist yeah. on stage. Uh, but in our case, instead of having a piano player on stage, we have a beatboxer with a microphone. And so um, we do scenes that go into raps and songs. And it's like a really high energy, very physical show. And it's an independent team. Started um, like five and a half years ago. And What does that mean, independent team? So, um, in improv, uh, there are like indie teams or independent teams, which are basically teams that were started on their own without any sort of connection to any of the major theaters, like the People's Improv Theater or UCB or the Magnet or something like that. It's just something you started like in your home or a garage. Exactly. And so there's hundreds of these teams in New York City. Um, but we're definitely one of the longer running ones. And did it start in Boston or no? It started nope. It started here. Okay. I joined the team. I got really lucky. I moved here. And um, a week and a half, two weeks after I got here, I got to guest in an improv show through a Boston connection. And the guy that started North Coast, James, uh, saw me in that show and came up to me and said, do you rap? And I said, when I'm drinking. <laughs> and then we went out drinking and I rapped. That's and then a, he invited me to rehearsal. It's quite an opening line. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a very common pickup line. <laughs> Do you, you should try it. Do you rap? Do you rap? You went, uh, to, you went to Ithaca. Oh, do you rap? Do you rap? Yeah, most hippies from Ithaca are rappers. It's little known. Most Jewish that. girls from Connecticut are rappers. <laughs> Pretty solid. That's where the, the, the highest concentration certainly is. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I just got lucky and I joined the team like two weeks after moving here. And that was three and a half, almost four years ago. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's great. And it's going well. It's going well. It's you like an amazing all the time. team. Yeah, so uh, we're very busy for an indie team. And now we do a lot of private gigs. We tour around the country and we do a lot of festivals. And now we're just, we just got asked by the pit to do a weekly show Saturday nights at 8 p.m. So that's starting up, it's which is great. really exciting. Yeah. It's great. So it's so fun. And it's different than a lot of improv. There's so much amazing improv in the city, but we definitely are different, which is nice because. People want to see us more than once. And is uh, there a decent amount of diversity within your team? Uh, ethnically? Sure. Uh, that's so interesting that you asked that. Um, there isn't really currently. Um, there was, but just due to like casting changes and, uh, and whatnot, we currently have a pretty white team. And... Uh, we'd rather it be a little bit more mixed. Um, but it's surprisingly just, you know, all these people are pretty good rappers and improvisers. And it's just the way that, the way that okay. it happens. I just wonder if you get any flack for that. Um, 
We don't, but I think we personally liked it better when we were a more diverse team. Yeah. It just makes it more interesting and more fun. And definitely because of the hip hop flavor situation. It's like, I think people do expect it to be more urban, if that's the right word. That's a Um, lot of code words. A lot of code words. Um, But no, I mean, we have, we have um, Latino people on the team and whatever, but um, people are kind of doing their own thing and traveling. I'm just happy we just cast a new girl on the team because for a while I was the only girl in a lot of the shows. So it's nice to have more ladies. That's why I'm in favor of that. Yeah. That's, um, and and you said you did these uh, corporate gigs and things too. Yeah. Uh, and how long do you, is this generally is the show like an hour or something? Well, our own shows that we do yeah. can range anywhere, like from twenty five minutes, which is a typical improv set in New York City. Twenty five minutes is what it is. Yeah, which is very short, I think. <laughs> yes. In Boston, I did um, every Saturday night uh, an hour fifteen minute long show which was fully improvised and then I moved here and everyone did these 20 minute shows and it was very strange uh now I'm pretty used to it uh but North Coast will do um like 40 minutes usually for our own show it just kind of depends for corporate stuff they they define it obviously right they they let you know between they let us know what they want between the dinner and the retention activity that Mm -hmm. they'll be doing in the hallway Mm -hmm. uh and so uh uh uh, what was I going to say there so um that's the and I appreciate you walking me through all this kind of stuff yeah. because I like to hear about the yeah. actual mechanics of what it is. And then this is uh, oh, that's what I was going to say. So is it uh, rap from beginning to end? No, yeah, um, like, it's not like Les Mis. It is not. There is plenty of just spoken dialogue, and um, Les Mis the... is very sad. <laughs> Our show's a little less sad. It's a little less than that. Thematically, yeah. Still packs a wallop, though, I think, emotionally. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, if we have a good show. <laughs> if we have a good show, people leave crying. Yeah. And then you say, we lay Miz that. Yep. Yep. That's actually a very popular improv term. <laughs> we lay Mizzed that. Uh, no, um, no, one of the things that I love about this team is that we're not just rappers. We're, we're improvisers first. Yeah. And so... Um, I think we get kind of offended when people think it's like a gimmick yeah. um, because we could do a whole show that's just improv with no raps for sure. Um, so we definitely like to balance the rap and the improv throughout the show. So if there's an awesome scene that's just hilarious and doesn't need a song, then we'll just move on to the next thing. And who are, is there any kind of rivalry among other uh, groups like that? Because I know one of uh, our friends of the program works with the Freestyle Love Supreme. Yeah. Is that something that would be at all similar? Um, it's different. We work with Shockwave, um, who's on, part of that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he'll um, beatbox for us sometimes. Um, the shows are very different, and the audiences seem to be different, so there hasn't been a competition issue thus far. We're definitely, um, there are some teams now sprouting up, some hip-hop improv teams, uh, but a lot of them have come from classes that we've taught in the city, which is awesome, and we love it. Um, So right now, we like to say we're sort of the first of our kind in New York. There's definitely ones elsewhere, um, but we don't have a ton of competition at at this point. Conference, you can all get together? We should. I should just have them over here in my apartment. (laughs) It's certainly big enough. (laughs) It's humongous. For those listening at home, I live in a mansion. (laughs) But uh, well, what's the best kind of uh, corporate thing? I would ask you the worst, but I want to know what's what's the what has been the most satisfactory 
a situation where you go into something like an IBM. Is that still a company? <laughs> I'm, yes. IBM. I actually don't know. Is it? I'm sure. I think so. I my calculators, apps or something. Um, but, um, that's a good question. Um, well, we do a lot of college gigs, which are always really, really fun. Yeah. Um, the team recently did this gig where um, this huge catering company, like... Um, not catering, like food service. They provide food in bulk all over the country, like yeah. a huge food company. They brought in the team um, to basically like, they have this huge conference with these speakers. And then in between, they're like, and now North Coast is going to make something funny out of what we just did. So oh. they talked for like 45 minutes. And then the team would get up and improvise for like eight minutes. And it was very strange. Um, all and just used on you culling from whatever they said. Yeah, yeah, which everyone was like, did we retain anything that they're talking (laughs) about? Um, But the team got to uh, eat really good food because it was like this huge catering company. (laughs) So everyone was really excited about that. It was was decent. Comedians love free food. Listen, I'm telling you. (laughs) That also reminds me of, I used to perform out there for a little bit with uh, Killing My Lobster in San Francisco, which is a sketch comedy group there. And uh, we just had lots of fun doing that. And uh, uh, my wife uh, at the time and, and uh, myself would go and do things. And we got invited to a place somewhere in the mountains. I want to say Ukiah, something like that. One of the places where they, uh, it's very green. And, uh, but uh, it was a home for troubled and I think runaway youth. Who was run, it was run by a woman who, who claimed to be a reincarnated Egyptian goddess. <laughs> I mean, it was a wild scene. We had tried to kind of you take whatever our material was and bring it back down so it could be kind of G, which didn't always, anyhow. That's did, always hard. We did the show, and it just fell as flat on its face as you can imagine. And you never saw a group of comedians get out of there. Faster. <laughs> Fast from a mountainside <laughs> resort. It was really, I mean, just lots of fellas in loose-fitting robes and oh, sandals. Oh, yeah. And this woman, she really, it was a, I feel weird talking about it, that maybe she'd uh, send a lightning bolt or something. (laughs) It was an odd one. I, you know. You could have had plenty of material to make a nice little eight minute set. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It's one you got to have somebody in the car. You know, you always (laughs) remember those bad shows. Like, you know, like people, especially with improv, because every show is different. Sometimes I'll have like a friend come see a show and then they'll quote the show to me in the future. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about because you're quoting one improvised show. But those weird shows or bad shows, you will remember forever. (laughs) That's true of any any comedy situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can. I mean, I know that I've had good nights. Yeah. But the nights they were I completely didn't you or remember. did less than I wanted to. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes it's not noticeable to people who are just going. And I and then I'm just distraught afterwards. Right. Years later thinking about this thing and how I could make it better. Oh sure. There was when I was in this uh improv team and sketch team when I was a kid, when I was in high school, uh we did our first like paid away gig and we were really excited and by the way, most of us couldn't drive. I mean, we were really young, but our directors would drive us. And we and we booked a bar mitzvah, and we like had to do improv at this bar mitzvah, and it was terrible. And we left, and our directors were like, we're going to Hooters. <laughs> you all need cheering up. We're going to Hooters. And we went, and we ate chicken wings. And, That's appropriate. And we had a great time. <laughs> 
foot. I'll never forget it. And do you still have the taste for wings when you have a bad night? <laughs> yeah. Anytime I have a bad show, I'm like, I need a pitcher and some boobs and some wings. <laughs> Gotta get the Hooters. ASAP. <laughs> well, so what's the main activity that you have right now? Because you do a lot of things. You're also a beloved teacher at the pit where we do our live shows. Mm-hmm. And thank you again for coming out to that one. I gotta, I'd like to find a way to make them look better. Set-wise? Yeah, just set-wise. I don't want to have to haul a lot of stuff on the yeah. subway. But uh, I like that space, but it always seems to look a little uh, d- down in the pictures. Yeah, well, you had a good call, if, if I remember, um, having the tech like mix in some blues on that back wall, like oh, right yes. in the beginning of the show. Yeah. And I like how you have the musician on stage, which is really cool too. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get him off stage. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also on um, a team at the pit as well. I'm and on. You had a show right after mine. Yes. Everyone's Sorry, I didn't get a chance to get up there. But that is okay. By that point, you know. I get it. Well, you had swarming fans. I certainly did. I get it. Uh, Everybody shows up at 8.30 for an 8 o'clock show. Drives me crazy. Comedians. Yep. Am I right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what my spinoff podcast is going to be called. Comedians, am Comedians, I right? Comedians, am I right? I'm just going to talk to regular folks. Hashtag butt flicks. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm on a team that performs every Wednesday at the pit yeah. called Family Haircut. And unlike North Coast, it's not an indie team. It's a house team through house the People's team. Improv Theater, which means like we auditioned at the theater and they put this team together and it's been together for a couple years and it's awesome. That's great. Yeah. And you have some good, uh, the classes are good. I love teaching. Like yeah. Teaching I just stuff. started teaching at the pit a couple months ago and it's wonderful. I love it. So great. Also, I teach beginners, so it's really, really rewarding to see people come in and have no idea what they're doing, and then see them do a fully improvised grad show, and I cried. After my students did their first show, I lived, I had a North Coast show right after, and I couldn't go on yet because I was crying, because I was so proud, because I'm a nana. <laughs> <That's wonderful. laughs> it was so nice. Well, that's what, that's what you hope to have happen. <laughs> I think first first level is, is the best. Yeah. Because... And I've talked about it before, but by level three, it's confounding as to why some people are still there. Did you take improv? I did some uh, work at the UCB in Los Angeles. Okay. And I, I but I had to bail at level three because I just I couldn't. Uh, I didn't. Could. I couldn't. I, it wasn't for me. And plus, there were people that were still doing it that it, it, I just. Yeah, you're like we why? We have a nickname for some of the folks that were there, and I'll share it with you. It was uh, turd. Because they would, whatever, they would come out and they'd just crap on whatever scene it was. <laughs> they physically resemble the turd, but they also would come out and just ruin the scene. Oh. You'd start something about uh, a Back to the Future spoof, and they'd start talking about makeup at a convention. It was awful. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. A lot of cut to, and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, well, what about the thing I just did? <laughs> That's right. It was so bad that I just, and the, the, I, I didn't have a great fondness. For uh, my teacher, who I thought hurt, she had very long toenails. Well, that's I can't, I can't. that's reason enough to quit comedy forever. <laughs> I can't, can't do it. Now, I was thinking uh, the other night about some things, as I do after a few drinks and some string cheese, <laughs> and I was uh, noticing how uh, it. And it's not that great comedians necessarily have something bad that happened to them in the past, but there's definitely a joy that uh, we find. In, in an escape to something mm. that that uh, whatever that escape is from it could be good it could be they just had 
you just boring and for me I would say it's probably lost or a sense that I'm going to be left alone in a, a deep and powerful way mm -hmm. but do you feel that uh, yourself at all that this is a little bit of a that you get to uh, perform to get away or just carve a little piece uh, a little place for yourself that's a really good question um, I don't think I'm escaping anything but if I'm being totally honest with myself, and I think this is common in a lot of comedians, I've always had um, a need for people to like me. I mean, that's definitely like a flaw for me. Um, so I flaw, think- but you get to do what you want to do. Right, and so comedy, making people laugh, is just, it's a very likable thing. And I'm sure that that had to do with it, you know, with me keeping at it. Well, you seem pretty well adjusted. Thank you. That takes some time. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I've gotten through it. Um, yeah, but I don't know. There was no like big dark darkness or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we solved it. <laughs> I know it's heavy stuff. I tried to talk to to Megan Nuringer about uh, about some loss in the cafe. Didn't go well. No. <laughs> well, you gotta know the right time to bring these things up. I learned, and apparently having macarons was not the, uh, anyhow. But uh, 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 here we are in an, a lovely day and uh, talking about all the great. It seems like you're doing fine. I am. Thank you. It's really great. <laughs> things are good. Yeah. Things are good. I like it. Here. Do you have a day job? I do currently, yeah. yeah. I'm a web developer. Oh, that's a, that's a real thing. It is a real thing. <laughs> I mean, apparently this whole internet thing, I mean, I thought it was a fad. I know, we thought it wasn't going to last. But it's still going, so I'm still chugging along. You know, speaking of websites, uh, uh, you ever go on kind of a virtual, some days I'll do this, I know, so let me just speak from my own experience <laughs> sure. first, that I love to t take that Google view, the little yellow fella, <laughs> and I'll just drop him and take a little virtual walk. Wow. I pour myself a cocktail Dale, and just... I, look, I don't know you very well, but I feel like you should get out of the house and take a real walk. I'm worried about you now. <laughs> take a real well, here's, walk. Here's what I liked about it, was I had to, I, I knew kind of where you, where you were over here, but I dropped it just to see what the building looked like, mm -hmm. so I know when I get out of the subway what, what cool. to approach. And then I said, well, I'll just walk around here and see, see some, I mean, I'm familiar with the neighborhood but what's great about that is that they clearly have taken pictures here in January by the time you get around the corner <laughs> it's like summer see, it's summer <laughs> people are all dressed all bundled up and then uh, yeah I walked all the way back down to my place and it was it was middle of July so when I was first moving to New York my uh, and I found this place my brother my mom wanted to see where I was going to live so my brother showed her Google view yeah because um, you know moms aren't too good with computers and so generally yes. and so she said oh it's very nice but there's garbage cans right out front can you get them to move those and if you look out still, my window you'll see there's garbage cans you're there still working on it. that was like <laughs> her only comment on my apartment and I'm like I don't know that's where the garbage cans go they're just there <laughs> it's a feature it's a feature. It's a convenience They're very feature. close by. That's right. You don't have to go too far to throw it. You could probably throw it from here. I could probably throw it through the window. <laughs> right into the garbage cans. You become known as that neighbor. Thanks, Google View. Where do you think uh, things are headed, techno technologically speaking? Wow. Um, I mean, You're I'm honestly terrified. I'm terrified. I'm yeah. actually... 
I mean, I work with, with web development kind of because I fell into it. Um, I personally love to just teach full time. I love teaching and performing. Yeah, yeah, teaching and performing. Not teaching web development. No, although I do just love teaching in general, but I'd say improv <laughs> specifically. Um, but I'm terrified of what ha- is happening with technology if we're going to get real for a second. Like, I think that we're all becoming robots. And I'm afraid that, like, no one's going to have any books in their apartment because everything's going to be on their microchips. Yeah, And chips. I'm just scared. I don't know. I, th- I think people, like, kids don't know how to communicate with each other in person. They have to, like, text. and. Anyway, I guess we're all just doomed is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, at least we have improv shows to go to. <laughs> yeah. To have a real experience. <laughs> I guess. I was on the subway uh, today, and as I often do, trying to imagine how I would remember the experience of today in about 40 years or something. Would it be the same? Or would I think, uh, as I was sort of cruising in my underwater laser shuttle, you know, on my way for more nanobot treatments, uh, where things were so much more relaxed in the olden days, would I look back to my time on the F train and be like, this is when it was really the thing. You know? Well, I still feel, I mean, I feel that way now about, like, the 90s. Like, I feel I mean, like I'm this then. old lady, but... I do. I look back. I'm so thankful I didn't have Facebook or cell phones when I was in college for people to take terrible photos of me. Listen, like, I've, I've been nude on stage in front of 1,300 people. I'm <laughs> glad that the internet didn't exist. Oh my gosh, right? <laughs> right. That is a whole different Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. I had some dark times there that I'm glad nobody had to throw up a phone in the middle of and rip the vine or something. It? I feel like we are talking about it, but... Is this why you do comedy? Was this your dark time? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's plenty of darkness ahead. But uh, did you see that um, (coughs) this is sort of related, and I'm I'm glad we're getting into some deep thoughts Uh tonight. But you see, NASA, uh, the space program there, was building a functional spacecraft that looks like the old-timey UFO, the kind of circular disc. And obviously... That means that in the future, they had it working and maybe fell through a wormhole so that all of the sightings <laughs> in the 1950s, etc., of these classic spacecrafts are in fact this thing that they made. And the time travel is real, Rachel. So I want to know if there's any time wow. that you could travel to, what time period would it be? Oh, man. I feel like I'd like to travel into the near future to know that like I've got it together <laughs> like October <laughs> yeah like what am I doing no I don't know I mean for real though I think with like a creative career you're always like am I doing this right am I headed in the right direction yeah um so in 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 for realsies terms I would really kind of like to jump ahead a little bit but um overall I really do miss the days of like when technology wasn't so Just in our face constantly. Just concert in the field. I, would lo- I love a field. Yeah. Love a concert in a field. Yeah, I get it. Like, I was, like, where you just took pictures of special occasions yeah. rather than, like, all occasions. Like, I'm drinking coffee. Click. I think we're done with the photos. I think we've taken a picture of everything there. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else to document. You shut it down. <laughs> That's so true. What do we need to see? <clears throat> nothing. Mashed except potatoes. for that spaceship well, from yes. NASA. No, no. <laughs> yeah. We want to watch how that goes into the time stream. But um, no. 
I don't know. I like a lot of the clothes, and sometimes I I watch these, of the nineties. No, <laughs> of like the forties and fifties. Like oh, looks yeah. so fun, but I mean, being a woman back then might not have been as much fun. But I don't know. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, we're well, speaking of women in technology, as I often am. You also have this, and your your web. You have a website that you put out there, bridesmaiding. Yeah, bridesmaiding. That's an active. It's ongoing. It is. Yeah. It's still there. I mean, the internet is forever. So once you put it up there, it <laughs> it's, still, there it is. Oh, got to pay yeah. the domain fees, but other than that, <laughs> right? So how did how did that come about? Were you going to a lot of weddings? Yes. Uh, thankfully, lately they've sort of started to. Um, What's it called? Go away. <laughs> That's not the word. Teeter out. I don't know. I'm going to a lot of divorce ceremonies. <laughs> no, uh, I I ebb, was ebb, flow ebb, ebb flow ebb diminish. They're ebbing. <laughs> I don't know. Recede. <laughs> Go away. I think that's the right term. <laughs> They're starting to go away. I'm not being invited to as many weddings anymore. Um, no, but I was, yeah, I was just a, asked to be a bridesmaid very many times, which I'm very happy about. Well, and if you're friends with all your elementary school kids, probably it, that's what happened. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I Yeah. And because I'm a comedian and because I'm a web developer, people kind of kept saying, jokingly, but you should start a website. You should write all this down, yeah. like everything. And so that was part of the reason I started bridesmaiding.com. And then another reason was also because a lot of the websites that were out there, bridesmaids now, especially since the movie Bridesmaids, are a more kind of known industry. But when I started the website in 2010, it really wasn't at all. And when I would try to find research on like how to plan something for a friend, like a bachelorette party, everything online was so cheesy and like very girly and my friends are just more laid back, normal people. Yeah. And so I wanted to start a website for real women who are bridesmaids rather than just like super cheesy, everything shaped like a penis. Although so those parties can be pretty fun. Those are some great parties. Hashtag butt flicks. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, the, but the weddings they put. Oh, but you mean for planning the brides? The, for uh, just the, like planning stuff. The yeah. Bachelorette party. Bachelorettes and like. Gifts, you know, it's like no one really has that much money to spend on these like crystal, and also it's just very outdated. Like crystal. my girlfriends don't want these crystal candlesticks; they they probably want a Netflix subscription. <laughs> I don't know. So just kind of, I was trying to update it, kind of yeah, update the whole enterprise, bridge that yeah. And do you have somewhere in this apartment just a trove of bridesmaids' dresses? Yeah, I do. I can show you. I do. I've got orange. I've got brown, blue, uh, pink. Red, basically think, the rainbow. And maybe this does exist, but before the internet business and I was aware of that, there was a, uh, an idea that I had that there should just be a central recycling center for these dresses. Totally. That you could just go and, you okay, here's your pink section, here's your whatever section. Yeah. And you just wear it, go with that. It's, you know... It's too hard. The it's wedding industry is all about money. Oh, you think it's the lobbyists? <laughs> They're the lobbyists in the wedding industry these days. I mean, have you been watching House of Cards? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it? it is. You got Remy <laughs> lobbying for these bridesmaid dresses. Um, you do have... Uh, there are places where you can donate your dresses and... Um, which I talk about on my site. And there's definitely, you can also donate them to girls who are going to prom and stuff like that. Um, but it's like fashion is apparently a thing that changes. <laughs> and so That's people want to keep up with the latest. What are you going to do with yours? Um, I'm still, I haven't given them away yet because I keep waiting for some sort of epic photo shoot. 
Uh, <laughs> and slash, like, I've got to wrap, do like a bridesmaid wrap at some point soon. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, most of my dresses have been nice enough that I wear them all the time to like regular functions. Oh, that's good. Yeah. There's like enough of a, um, an everyday aspect. Like a rewear for other weddings. Like they don't look like, they don't have bows and bells. <laughs> You know those dresses with bells? Oh, yes. Those are a mess. I think a lot of the like Norwegian uh, yeah. weddings have a lot of those big bells. Yeah, those are loud weddings. Loud weddings, yeah. <laughs> loud processionals. You're a fan of weddings for yourself? Um, like, do I want to get married? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so, if I found the right guy. Yeah. Yeah, not yet. You know anybody? Dale? You know, it's, it's hard, hard to, to recommend single people. Yeah, in New York City is really weird. Yeah. It's a weird place. It's a weird place. I think finding doctors is difficult and uh, single fellas. Really? I feel like everyone's a doctor here. But no one will recommend one. <laughs> oh, really? Because <laughs> they're like, I don't know, they're okay. I found yeah, them on mine. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Every, how do you like to go? No, I wouldn't. I, I, I don't wouldn't know. Go. I, don't know. I wouldn't go. Yeah, actually, I had, I went to this dermatologist and I just thought she was like mean. <laughs> I was like, I won't, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend her. She's mean. I got a place to go. Yeah? Yeah. Great. So well. So I'll go to Soho. Okay. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> she took care of a lot of things on me. <laughs> great. Good to know. Did you ever go to any improv weddings? Um, yeah. Is that like Tony and Tina? <laughs> uh, I Well, I was interpreting that as people who are improvisers who met and got married. That's what I was thinking, Okay, too. great. But improvising the whole thing is also interesting. Yeah, I, I definitely have friends that have met through comedy and gotten married. Yeah. yeah it's nice. Is that what you hope? No, I don't want to date an improviser. You shouldn't do it. <laughs> I mean, they're great. They're funny. But have a like financial security. <laughs> Get a job, comedian. <laughs> no, actually, to be no honest. No offense to everyone who has ever been on this program. <laughs> no offense to myself and all of my friends. Oh, yeah, friends. And, and you too. You too no, so. I actually, the problem is I would, I, it. a lot of comedians are just, like me and they're just kind of <laughs> wallowing and no one knows what they're doing. <laughs> uh, but being around improvisers all the time, I, who I love, it sets the bar really high for the kind of human that I want to meet That's true. because it's like, you gotta be smart and funny and keep up. And so, yeah, I mean, in all seriousness, I have nothing against uh, marrying or dating an improviser. It's just, it's good to get out of your circle. And those are the people I see all the time, so I try to get outside. Yeah, yeah. I think that's wise. Yeah. <laughs> Someone that can support you doing what you're doing. Not, well, that Not just financially, but just emotionally in all the other ways. Yeah. Who isn't in competition, who's not going to feel uh, that is threatened huge. or something. If you, if, if, as yes. I'm sure they will, things break a little bit and you get some uh, other different kind of attention for what you're doing. Yeah, that's but, always hard so when nice you have, have the same passion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. But. Maybe at one of these corporate retreats. Yeah, maybe. Also, he needs to own a vineyard. <laughs> it's not. It's not difficult to find <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> so now uh, you were going to do a show tonight, but you're, you're not feeling well. Correct. So I'm a little bit do... sick. I might do it. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, yeah. I feel some some great energy building towards <laughs> the show already. But what's your pre-show uh, kind of strategy? What what's the what's the what does it look like for you, Ray Row? Well, I put on my pump you up iTunes mix yeah. on my computer, which is very outdated. Is it uh, Kelly Clarkson? A little bit of Kelly. Yeah. A little She's bit of um, Kanye. Okay. Uh, a lot of Michael Jackson. You know, a little bit of everything. And, you know, That's bounce nice. around my 
huge mansion that I live in and go out to the other wing. Get ready, go to the other wing. Yeah. Um, and then usually like gulp down a wrap or a piece of pizza on my way to the show and you know. It's just the opening credits to Louie, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. You're right. Yeah, every time. Yeah. That's the most that's the best part of that whole show to me. Is <laughs> when he eats that piece of Comes pizza. Comes out of the subway. <laughs> Just that alone, and then going right to eat something without washing your hands. You eat the pizza, throw it in the trash, get into the comedy He doesn't, club. what bothers me is he doesn't finish that slice, and like, who doesn't finish a slice? <laughs> Even if I had a dollar pizza around the corner from the pit. Mm-hmm. Terrible, I mean, it's worth every penny. Bad, but you finish it. <laughs> finish of course it. you do. Like a New Yorker should. <laughs> Louie. Uh. Well, it's great. You're on so many shows and doing so many wonderful things. It's impressive. Thank and you. And overwhelming to me. <laughs> House teams, uh, touring times, really full-time deal. Yeah, I think that's why I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. Yeah. Well, do you have a chance to uh, relax at all? Uh, yeah, I mean, I travel a lot. So I, I make sure to do at least one big vacation a year where I like go abroad or, yeah. or do whatever and try to do that. I also try to mark nights off where I don't book shows. It's hard to keep up with, but... I try. And what, what's the perfect uh, non-performing day for you? Well, we talked about going into a field, right? Yeah, still yeah. with that? It would just be that. <laughs> um, you need a yard. <laughs> I would love a yard. That was one of the reasons I was afraid to move to New York. Um, you got I the trash a, cans, though. I got those trash cans outside. Um, I don't know. I mean, if I'm staying in the city, I, I the other day I got a couple friends together, went to Brooklyn Bridge Park, had a picnic. It's the um, best down there, isn't it? It's beautiful. I love it. So something relaxing like that. That bridge is a mistake, though. Not the Brooklyn Bridge. The the, the pedestrian walkway. Oh, the wavy, the wavy wobbly oh one? Oh, my gosh. People are very afraid of it. I, I like got borderline sick just crossing <laughs> on that thing. It is really weird. Why I like would they it. make something like that? You I, like it. I do. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's fun. It's like an amusement park. Oh, gosh, i got to take some pills before I go out <coughs> again. Is that going to be okay, that cough? Yeah, it's going to be all right. What are you taking for it? Uh, water. Oh, that should do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That'll do it. <laughs> I'm pretty happy performing, though. If I had to choose between non-performing days and performing yeah. days. Yeah. I'd rather do back to back to back than have a whole stretch where I'm not doing things. Yeah, there's been times where I've scaled back. You know, for one reason or another, and then I miss it. Yeah. I don't think I would. I I'm afraid that I wouldn't be myself if I didn't perform. You know, and even those nights where you're like, oh, I wish I could just stay on the couch tonight and I didn't have a show. The second that I'm on stage, I love it. That's the best. Yeah. That's great. Well. Did we go through all your notes? We went through everything on there. <laughs> that was it's good. pretty good, right? Yeah, it's very. We talked good. about a lot of things. We did. We covered a lot. And uh, and I just didn't ask with the with the web developing thing that, that that takes care of you. That's all right. What are you doing there? Web design? Uh, no, front end development. Front end development. Yeah. That's this part. Yep, that's the front part. The, <laughs> the, the, the chest. chest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, 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 what do you do? <laughs> the face and chest. Like um, content management? What is it? That's back end. <clears throat> uh, no, content's more front end. Back end is more like uh, butts. No, back end is more like database and like where the site where lives the files and, live. and 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 where stuff pulls from. And front end is more like what you're visually looking at when you're okay. looking at the web. User interface. 
Are you just, are you just naming words? I like words? to get to know her first before I use her interface. But uh, what's the... I don't know. I'm just trying to get a handle on it. Yeah. I'm trying to understand what you do. Yeah. Well, one of my friends doesn't know what I do, so he always says, did you hack into the mainframe today? And I say, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what I did. Yeah. Well, sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Not as fun as comedy. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Where can people find out where you're going to be next? Uh, well, therayroshow.com. Yeah. My website has all my shows listed. Is that going to be a thing, the Ray Rose Show? Um, I think it's a thing. That's how you found me, right? <laughs> I found you through the Twitter. Oh, really. yeah, Ray Rose Show. Yeah, but is there actually a Ray Ray Show? Like, do I have a show called yeah. The Ray Rose Show? Now you're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it took me a second. <laughs> right, I just, don't have a show I keep called... saying the words. <laughs> I don't yeah. have a show called that just yet. But. Is that the goal? Um, not necessarily, but it wouldn't be a bad idea. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, no, my, yeah, because my nickname is Ray Row. Yeah. Uh, and RachelRosenthal.com and RayRow.com was taken. Yeah. I've been the Ray Row show for a while now. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, that has all my shows and I perform. And now, starting in a couple weeks, I will be at the pit every Wednesday night with Family Haircut at 9 and every Saturday night with North Coast at 8. Well, it's, it's tremendous. Thanks. And I wish you all the best with that. And uh, I think something's going to happen. Thanks. I'll stay tuned for the Ray Row show. <laughs> and uh, we're best friends. So we are. Great. Yeah, you're That's one great. of my best friends. And you are my best friend. Correct. So we're, uh, we'll try to plan a trip <laughs> soon. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back to back on Wednesday, June 25th. Oh, cool. At the pit. Awesome. Because we're going to be having our season finale with Nikki Glazer, Jean Grey, Hip Hop. Awesome. Streeter, Seidel, and Jessica Delfino. Uh, it's going to be wonderful. Tickets will be online or at the door. Rachel, this has been delightful. Thank you for having me over here. And I hope you have a wonderful evening. Thank you. You too. And, um, now, till next time, I'll be capturing this cool, damp air in an empty whiskey bottle so that I can open it and enjoy it in July when I sweat through my shirts. Now, let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. Dale Radio is written and produced by James Bewley, musical director Steve O'Reilly, season six theme song composed and performed by Katie Mullins, season six podcast icon designed by Sunil Manchikanti. Logo treatment for Dale Radio is provided by Daniel Spencer Levine. You can listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Please remember to rate and review us, follow us on Twitter, or find us on Facebook. Many thanks. You're the best.